this episode of Stripe It Like It's Hot is brought to you by Everline Coatings and Services. If you own a line painting business, you want to make money. And if you're thinking about starting a business, you might be intimidated. How do you how do you run the business? How do you get all those sales? How do you close jobs? How do you do all the stuff? The invoicing, the accounts receivable, the advertising. So much things go into it. That's why you should look at Everline Coatings and Services. They franchise line painting locations all across Canada and into the United States with a proven system to generate revenue for your business. For more information, visit everlinecoatings.com slash stripe it. Welcome to the Stripe It Like It's Hot podcast with your host, Cam Roberts. What is going on, Pod Squad? Welcome in to another episode of Stripe It Like It's Hot. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I hope you are doing well. Episode 21 is a little bit delayed. It is not Tuesday, folks. By the time this is being released, it's probably going to be Thursday or Friday. Ah, delays. Delays, delays. My apologies. You know, there's times this summer where I've thought about the original concept of going every other week and thought, maybe I should have done that. But nope. I'm, we're here. We're doing it. We're a little bit slow this week. doesn't matter. The content must keep coming. Thank you for listening. And all it takes, man, honestly, is... Well, I shouldn't say like all it takes. This is not the reason why the episode was delayed. But it really helps, is what I should say. It helps when somebody drops a comment on Facebook or on the social media or sends me a DM. Says, hey, man, love the show. Um, super cool. Man, love hearing that. Hopefully everything is going well for you and your business or as an employee, wherever you are. Hope you have paint. Hope you're keeping busy. Guys contest update just a quick one not even gonna play the music oh okay there's the music never mind we're gonna play the music too contest is only good for another four weeks four weeks guys i mean august 31st is the deadline for you to win 500 dollar gift card to amazon all you have to do is submit your best striping photo from 2021 that's it Look on your phone right now. You probably got striping photos in there galore. We're all weirdos. We all take a million pictures. It's probably if you have a spouse or a significant other or somebody who looks through your phone, if they go through your pictures, they're probably sick of seeing all your striping photos. Well, submit one. Send it. Email cam at stripeitpodcast.com. Whoever has the best striping photo as d- d- uh, judged by our panel of three judges can win a $500 Amazon gift card easiest way to win $500 open your phone go through your pictures send in your best striping photo from this year and you could win $500 gift card to Amazon thank you guys for listening I love the idea of giving away a cool prize and a gift card for the people who have been listening and support the show uh, pitching ideas uh, much love I appreciate it speaking of episode 21 we're gonna talk about an idea that somebody had uh, very recently Somebody suggested, do you have any, like, in-the-field tips and tricks? So, you know, on the show, guys, I'll be honest, we talk mostly about striping from the the business owner's perspective. Um, as you can see, that's where my heart lies. I'm very much, uh, you know, a business owner myself, and I enjoy the sales process, and I enjoy the growing and scaling businesses. Um, we're four weeks now into the Striping Academy, which is very exciting. 
Uh, five of us are in there. Well, six with myself, but five, five brave souls decided to join the first ever edition of the Striping Academy. We just finished week four. That's all geared towards scaling and growing your business. We're having a great time. Um, if you'd like more information about it, send me a DM. Um, I mean, you kind of missed the boat for this one, but no matter, there will be future ones. And if you want more info about how to grow and scale your business uh, and, and a little bit more info about the Academy, get in touch with me. But I wanted for this episode, guys, to talk about something very field specific. So without further ado, here is five, five line painting life hacks that you can use on your next job to make your life easier and better. Let's go. Yes, yes, y'all, five striping hacks, five things that you can do to improve the quality or efficiency or something cool as a line striper. Hopefully you guys really appreciate these are five things that I've picked up over the years that were taught to me, some things I've you know found uh, very useful. So I'm gonna share with you five things, starting with number one. I think this one's super cool. Did you know that you could lay out and stripe an entire hashed box or hashed aisle without measuring or making chalk marks? It's pretty wild, but it's true. So just to clarify, when I say hashed box, everyone calls them something different, but sometimes they call them no parking boxes. I know in the States, they're often called handicap accessible aisles. Um, I'm just referring to guys, any box painted box that you do in a parking lot where you have 45 degree hashed lines. Usually they're spaced every three feet on center. Uh, if you have very specific drawings, maybe they're two feet on center or four foot on center. But usually what we do is they're not specified up here in Canada. Um, so most of the time they're just three feet on center. Here's how you can lay and stripe one out, lay out and stripe one <laughs> without doing any measuring of the hash lines. So check this out. I want you to uh, envision this. This is podcast is not the greatest form to try and explain this, but we're going to give it a shot. I want you to imagine that you have a row of parking stalls. There's 10 of them and they're 10 feet wide, extra wide parking stalls. So you have a hundred feet of stalls, but the last four parking stalls at 40 feet aren't actually stalls. I want you to imagine that you're pretend client here is like, nope, I don't want four parking stalls at the end. I want it to be this giant painted box with those 45 degree cross lines. Everyone calls them something different, but I want those lines that say no parking or tell people not to park there. So how are you going to lay that out? How are you going to paint it? Well, what most guys would do is they would lay out and the, the box or the perimeter of that no parking box. And then they would measure out every three feet, a start line, for every individual hash that goes every three feet. And they would line them up uh, three feet on center, angled at a 45. And so you could go through the whole box and do that. Now, if you have fancy Graco auto layout, you have a machine that can do that for you. You can just push your machine and every three feet on the inside of that perimeter box, it's gonna drop a little paint dot for you as your start line. Well, that's all good and, good and dandy, but if you don't have auto layout, there's another easy way for you to do this. I want you to pretend or envision yourself going to the bottom left 
corner of this no parking box. Are you with me? You close your eyes if you have to. So you got this box. Now you go to the bottom left. This is assuming, of course, that you're a normal human being and you stripe with your gun on the right. If you stripe with the gun on the left, uh, good for you. you. Send me a DM. I want to know why you do that. But if you stripe with the gun on the right, I want you to go to the bottom left corner of this box. So you've painted the perimeter of it. Now you're going to lay out these hash lines. All you really need to do, guys, is go to the inside point of where the lines intersect in the 90 degrees in that perimeter box. And you're going to measure with a tape measure three feet out and you're gonna make a mark and then you're gonna go 90 degrees the other way on the other the other side of that box line and you're gonna go three feet up so at the beginning I said no measurement but truthfully all you really need is one measurement you measure the three feet up and three feet across and that gives you drum roll a 45 degree line and I want you to paint that line you don't need a laser because it's going to be only three feet. You just need to walk from point A to point B on that little three, or I guess technically it'd be a little bit longer, it'd be closer to a four-foot line. Now you've got a perfect 45-degree line. How are you going to lay out the rest of them? Simple. You're going to move your machine to the right-hand side of that first line that you just painted. And then you're going to push your machine forward with your keeping your eye on your back left tire. And you just want that tire to be as close as possible, within reason, to that freshly painted 45 degree line you just did. Now, as long as you stay nice and straight with your back left tire, close to that freshly painted line, you're gonna keep producing a 45 degree line. So go ahead and do that. Get your machine lined up, take a dry run at it, make sure your back left tire is lined up close, maybe a couple inches off that freshly painted line, paint the next line. And just like that, you've got a nice, perfect 45-degree line that will be very close to 3 feet on center. Now, if you need it to be a very specific width, maybe it's 3 feet, 4 feet, whatever, you can adjust your gun out or in as you need to to make sure you get the right spacing. But if it's not a specific requirement, and a lot of times they're not, you know, a gun width will usually give you around 40-inch on center instead of a 36-inch. But the point is, you can just keep doing that over and over. After you paint your second line, you're going to carefully back your machine out of this kind of box that you just painted yourself in. Then you're going to go bring your back left tire to the second line that you just painted and keep your back left tire right close, nice and tight to that line you just painted. You keep doing that and you can lay out and stripe an entire no parking or hashed box or whatever you want to call it without doing any measurements except the very first one very cool so if you're doing a giant no parking box you do have to be careful because sometimes your line can start to deviate a little bit you might get a little bit of a banana and if you starts to do that it's only going to get worse and worse as you go so as long as you're paying close attention and you trust your abilities to stay close to that to that line that you just painted you can do an entire box with only one measurement Give it a try. Next time you're out on a site, double check it every now and then. I personally have done quite large boxes this way um, during the day. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice trick to have in your back pocket, especially if you have a machine like a Thir Graco 3400 or a Titan machine that doesn't have auto layout. Super cool thing to do. All right, number two, line painting life hack. I personally do not do this. But I am going to tell you about a way that you can lay out parking stalls 
without snapping a baseline. That's a big deal in our industry, right? You got to have a consistent baseline at the ends of your stalls or the tails of the stalls, as people call them. And most of the time you do that by running a long chalk line or a rope to produce a consistent baseline. Now you can do this, but you need two things, Graco Auto Layout, and you also need a long line laser, such as the Laser Guide 2000. But if you have those two things, all you're going to do is when you set up your auto layout to lay out your parking stalls, say this is, you know, over a brand new layout, you can maintain a consistent driving speed or walking speed if you're walking while you lay out a row of parking stalls walking straight. And as long as you keep your laser perfectly straight and you're maintaining the same walking speed, when you use Graco Auto Layout, it's going to maintain the same dot size as you walk and keep your laser straight. So what I mean by that is you can adjust the dot size on your Graco machines with your auto layout. You can make a very small one or a very big one. For this to work properly, you're going to need to go pretty big, either the second biggest or the largest dot size. But the point is, is you're walking at a consistent walking speed or driving on your driver at a consistent speed. As long as your laser is centered on whatever baseline target you have at the end of the parking stalls, it's going to produce a paint dot that is the same width, consistent or same length, I should say, consistently as you go along those row of parking stalls. So I do know uh, some people who've done this. In fact, if you go to Instagram and you go check out Captain Striper, he has uh, a couple of videos where he's actually kind of not really directly demonstrating it, but you can see exactly what I mean. He doesn't have any chalk lines. There's no baseline painted, but his auto layout dots are consistent in their length or width, depending on how you look at it, because he used a laser when doing the layout. And because of that, when, when he goes to go paint a row of stalls, he just needs to start painting and squeeze the trigger or press the auto button as soon as his gun is at the beginning of that paint dot. So kind of a cool trick. Like I said, we personally don't do that. We use the chalk liner attachment from Jim. But if you'd like more information on that, send me a DM. But it's something cool. Something cool for you to try maybe on your next layout. If you have a laser and auto layout, you can produce even length parking stalls with no baseline, no chalk snapping, no rope pulling. Pretty cool thing to do. All right. Number three, line striping life hack. Did you know that you can stripe in between vehicles? Oh, we've all been there, folks. We've all restriped that restaurant with some, you know, over-inebriated individual who left their vehicle parked, and it just happens to be parked beside somebody else's. As long as you can fit your line painting machine in between the two parked cars, there's a pretty cool thing you can do to stripe the line. Now again, you're gonna have you're gonna need enough room to actually fit your machine in. Sometimes it's not always happening; it's not feasible. But what you can do is move your gun, loosen the swivel knob on it, so you swivel your gun out left and right. Not the whole gun assembly, but you're just gonna loosen the knob that swivel allows your gun to go up and down or swivel it left and right. And you can actually set that gun up to paint just off the inside of your front tire. Okay, so basically instead of your gun pointing straight out and off to the right hand side like you normally would, you're going to move it closer to the middle 
everything will be on center, and you're going to swivel that gun so that it's painting right beside your front tire. Now to do that, you have to actually physically move your tip guard, you know, right, and swivel that so that it's lined up straight. Otherwise, if you don't adjust your your, your tip guard, you're going to be painting a, an angled line. I mean, it's not going to come out straight. But as long as you angle your your tip guard, you know, you can paint, and that paint four inch paint line will fall perfectly between your front tire and your back right tire on your Graco or Titan machine. And in the right circumstances, that can save you busting out a stencil or roofing shingles or taping off whatever you need to do to get that one pesky line where those two nice people left their vehicles parked overnight. So in the right circumstances, you know, give it a dry run, make sure it's going to work. And then uh, as long as you can see the line or you can restripe that line with your gun in the middle, just off your front tire. Very cool. All right, number four, line painting life hack. This isn't a uh, an earth-shattering one. I think we've talked about this before on the show. But, I mean, guys, I'm in Canada. It gets cold here. snows a lot. And when it snows a lot, you get lots of melting. And when you get lots of melting, you get a lot of asphalt cracks. You get lots of buckling in asphalt. So the point is, we have some pretty rough parking lots up here in beautiful northern Canada. And because of that, when you go to paint, those bumps... Man, they can show up when you try to lay a nice, perfect 4-inch paint line. So a good thing to do to reduce the bumpiness, the waviness, the not-good-looking lines from bumpy asphalt is to paint with your gun backwards. Might be uncomfortable for you, restriping. It's you got to train your eye to do it. Uh, it's easier if you have a laser because then you can line up your long laser and not worry about it as much. But if you flip that gun backwards by loosening your gun assembly and sliding it off the mounting arm and literally flipping the whole thing backwards, the point is when your gun is close to the back tire of your machine on that back axle, that's where a lot of the weight is. And that weight will be less, it will make your gun bounce less as you hit those bumps, right? Whereas where you paint normally with your gun in the front, it's more prone to elevation changes as you bump. Your gun will go up and down. It won't do it nearly as much with your gun facing backwards. So in our company, the guys, I mean, we, we all paint with our gun backwards when we're doing radiuses. We just find that easier. But if you're on a really bumpy lot and your lines ain't looking so good, go ahead and flip your gun backwards. And you can uh, avoid some pretty gross-looking hourglass lines in your parking lot. Last and not least, number five, there is a cool line painting life hack where you can produce better looking stencils and curbs using a black spray tip. Now the black spray tips, I'm referring to the Graco ones, the Graco black tips are very similar to the normal yellow colored line striping tips, but with one critical difference. Whereas your yellow tips will spray a consistent spray pattern from edge to edge, of a four inch paint line, a black tip will actually feather the edges. The black tips are not out, they're not designed for line painting, they're designed for fine finishing where you need more control over your edges so you don't get heavy lap marks such as you know painting inside of a house. But with a black spray tip that has feathered edges at the start of your four inch line to the normal film build in the middle and then feathering back out to a lighter build on the sides, you could see how this would work very good for stencils and curbs. 
Stencils in particular, because, you know, when you spray a stencil and you only have a two or three inch stroke in your stencil to spray, you don't really need the overspray on the sides. And if you're using waterborne or latex paint especially, you know how much of a pain it is when you get a high buildup on your stencil. Well, you can reduce that quite a bit by using a black Graco spray tip. Now, do not quote me. I have, we do not use Titan machines, but the Titan has very similar tips. I believe they are colored green. I believe they are called the HEA tips, the high efficiency airless. But uh, before you go and buy a stack, please check, maybe phone Titan, double check on that. But um, Graco's uses them as black tips. So guys, we do that. We always keep black tips in the trailer. Uh, we use them on, again, uh, stencils. They are handy, not all the time, but if if we have one handy, we'll put it in for a bunch of stencil work. Also handy for curbs. A lot of curbs up here in northern Canada, you can't always stripe them on the machine because the asphalt's kind of rough. And if you try to do that and angle your gun, you kind of get a pretty bad-looking paint line. So if you never need to hand spray curbs, you might find a black tip a little bit more convenient as it controls your spray at the bottom of the face of a curb but keep them keep them in the go ahead and buy one you know sure all your paint stores have one sure one has them try a black spray tip uh something a little bit smaller film build like a 217 maybe a maybe a 315 317 something like that and see if it makes a difference in your stencils especially if you're using waterborne or latex paint Alright guys, there you go. There's five line striping hacks that I personally have found over the years. There's a lot of guys out there. Maybe you're even listening and you've been striping for many, many, many years and you have some other cool hacks of your own. Legit. I would love to hear them. For two reasons. One, selfishly so that I can use them and the guys in our company can start using them. But two, I mean, it's crazy guys. Like I don't get out in the field as much anymore these days. But when I do, it's fun. Like, I'm always learning something, right? There's always some way of doing something better, whether it's a stencil or a crosswalk or a curb. There's always always a trick or something that you learn to do better. If you have a tip that you would like to share, let me know. Send me a DM. Uh, tag us on Instagram. Show us a video and tag this, the, the podcast on your video. And uh, we'll shout you out next episode on the show. I'd be happy to to put your name out there for your cool striping hack but those are five that i found to be effective all right guys the season rolls on we're into august now hang in there if you're still looking for paint i hope you find some you know ride out the last bit of the season as strong as you guys possibly can and uh, continue to keep your stripes hot appreciate you listening we'll talk to you next week